0: Hello and welcome to Rebel FM episode 252. My name is Anthony Gagos. Joining me is Mitchell Dyer. Hello and welcome. Matt Chandranay. Hello. And Arthur Gies. Sorry, I got caught, caught up in a gay dream. <laughs> <laughs> Something more. Um, Sensible
1: so dudes, apparently. We That's promised you
0: letters. And that's what we're gonna do. By well, the way, we have some games to talk about. By the way, really I, I finished. Oh. I finished the Banner Saga. Nice,
1: nice. So
0: all I'll say about that is I was right. From where I told you guys, it's like a ten-hour game. I was like yeah. two hours from the end. That's yeah. good. And it is immensely sad. There's no Aww. way to end that game in a positive way, but it very clearly sets the stage for a sequel. Yeah. like it could end and like Star Wars. It like mm-hmm. you know that there could be more, but it could be that and exist a new hope like on its own yeah but it's very much setting the stage so i am curious uh you want to talk about things that end sadly i saw fast or fast, fast furious, furious 7, 7, seven on sunday oh, <laughs> sure I but but i'm that, saying yeah. i'm saying that banner saga literally ends people clutching their chests crying like it's just Soming. like yeah like great yeah mm. so in
2: time banner saga 2 is probably this year
0: yeah so wow. they, I, I still say that's a game worth playing, and uh, then but, I will play it. But God, what the window for
1: Banner Saga two to come out and not just get totally steamrolled is rapidly shrinking.
0: Right.
2: Now would be good.
1: <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I don't, July or August. I don't maybe. think that'll happen.
0: That's definitely something they're going to have to roll a hope that it picks up like mm. word of mouth and has legs or something over time, rather. Because I don't think. Yeah, I don't think well,
1: that. We'll talk about it a little bit more later with a specific email. I think that we can touch on, but yeah, I don't think that the Banner Saga wants to come out late this
0: year. Um, what other games were we supposed to talk about though? Uh, uh, I just
3: wanted to do just do a little update on uh, Pillars of Eternity. Like I was complaining about the um,
1: there's no stopping her. <laughs> there's no
3: stopping the cat scratching. This everything. cat is the most distracting was, animal uh, today. <laughs> yeah, I was um, playing. Like I, I was complaining last week about how the spell area of effect spells they have the same Whammy issue. Characters. Yeah, they have the same issue that like they did in the Infinity Engine game back characters. in the day. But uh, I was kind of wrong because they have ways that work around it. For instance, like your melee characters, uh, they lock down other enemies. They act almost like a sticky wall. Matt, like when you have to
1: fix your chair because that's <laughs> never going to stop.
3: Cat just doing cat things,
2: distracting. <laughs> She's, Matt is sitting I, I, on the corner of the rug. This is a vintage Freya up. Rebel
1: FM appearance. Yeah, there we go. She looks so All right, sad. we good now? Yeah, that's so much better. Right, so yeah. your
0: your melee characters act as a sticky wall, so you yeah, can hold so them like Yeah, so there's this concept in the
3: in the melee combat in the game called engaging. And it's like once two people are engaged with one another, if you turn and move away, the the other attacker gets an automatic attack on them and at, And the other character suffers penalties so the uh but the and the fighter characters and some of the other characters they can get talents that allow them to engage more than one character. so if you put like your melee characters on a front line and everybody runs and at can, them, like, flank them then yeah then like every then like they become like kind of like this glue wall, like somebody pressed the a button in Ge- in gears of war, and they all stuck to your fighter wall, so that allows your wizards a lot more maneuverability because It doesn't seem to be aggro based. It seems like the AI really like doesn't want to move away when they're engaged with a melee character because they don't want to suffer the penalty. Uh, But there's also with your AOE spells, like if you have something that's, you know, uh, it's a big circle on the ground, it'll be a red circle area and then there'll be a yellow circle area in the yellow circle area. The inner red circle area will hit anything, no matter who. Uh-huh. The yellow, the wider yellow circle will only hit enemies. I see. Ooh. So you can position stuff really well so that, like, your enemies that are stuck against your melee wall uh, can get hit by the fireball, and your your own team does not. And there's the, whether the spells come out in a cone or whether they're a circle or whatever. They all have like that kind of targeting Uh, that targeting range except for things that are in rays like a ray or a or a ball that you throw or whatever don't have that but uh that is i thought that was a missile yeah i thought it was a really interesting solution to that kind of conundrum from those old games and uh (laughs) so i just wanted to do a little update that i was kind of wrong about that cool yeah um I have a lot yeah, more to
0: got, say
2: about
3: that next time we talk we about it. We got games. a couple games. Mm-hmm. I guess we won't talk about Furious 7 cuz I think
1: the only two of us saw it. Uh,
2: oh yeah, no we don't need to talk about Furious. Yeah, 7 I mean we yet. got an email asking about like movies and other stuff we've I been doing.
1: But we
4: can
2: hold off on it. Uh it's I have thoughts.
1: You have thoughts. It's
4: amazing.
1: I think it's pretty good. I think it's got it's some amazing. problems. Yeah, for sure. I don't uh, care though. It's <laughs> almost immune to most script-based criticisms given the circumstances
2: like it's so dumb it just becomes invulnerable
1: no it's that they had to they were only halfway done filming and one of the leads died so they had to completely rewrite
2: that the does script. not excuse it's time to unleash the beast. No, that it, the, the dialogue <laughs> All is, right, no. shut up. Uh, and that doesn't sound like that crazy villain
0: no, to me. It really so is. It's dumb.
1: deployed in the worst possible way. It's so awful. It's totally
0: <laughs> like unless Unless Unleash the Beast and then it's like a zombified, dead Paul Walker rolled out or something. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I don't know. I'm saying I'm saying you say like the worst way possible. That's where my mind goes. <laughs> <That's actually laughs> He's got the, you there. It would be worse. How the movie
1: ends. I'm
0: sorry to spoil it. In a for weird you. way, yeah. Uh, so. I, thought, I thought the uh, my
3: my mind went like the worst way possible it's time to unleash the beast and then zip, zip. unzips yep.
1: no it's vin diesel sitting in a car totally dead face it's time to unleash the beast
0: <laughs> the beast is a car yeah uh, it's not, a really not expensive not car Paul Walker.
1: no okay. uh <laughs> anyway um mitch and i both played rainbow Jeez. six siege
4: sure Whoa.
0: yeah i saw mitch trying to play it i watched some of his live stream did you watch me for 10 minutes reboot a pc I watched you for ten minutes reboot a PC, and then I watched you it, figure out which things can't actually be blown up. So, like to start off with, it is the
1: most alpha alpha I have ever played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, outside it, I, of some. Cheers to them for studio. actually
0: putting out what an alpha actually yeah. is. <laughs> you play maybe I, to not your yeah, advantage. I,
1: I'm I'm surprised that the public is trying this in part because well, it's it's not public. It's like it's, it's a closed alpha, but yeah. they're like giving away codes, like they're trying to get people to play. Yeah. It, yeah. In a way, it surprises me because I have to wonder how what kind of metrics they're getting from people because it crashes on me a lot. Like getting killed will crash the game.
2: Oh wow! Like a lot. No, it, we had it like, uh, queuing into like every th- other or third
0: match. It would just hang for so long and then just go away. Yeah. And you plays like
2: your game crashed. My only, would you like to send a report?
0: My only thoughts watching it was I was slightly disappointed by that it kind of looked like a lot of what could and could could not be destroyed was kind of canned.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Mm -hmm. demo that we saw at E3, we saw a lot of, like, blow a hole in this wall with a shotgun. And obviously that's a vertical slice demo that is engineered to look and behave a certain way. But it's mostly intact. Like, you can shotgun holes through walls. But it's not as. Yeah, but I saw like dynamic. a window with like blinds and it was like. Yeah, and
0: I used can't do the thermite on, on it. And it was just like,
2: no, this is indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you can take a sledgehammer to a garage door and it just explodes. There, there are certain <laughs> right. like walls that can't
1: be destroyed, but generally speaking, like almost anything you see, like. And I. There is a visual vocabulary that I am still getting a whole. Like, yeah. A grasp of. That tells you what uh, can yeah, and can't yes. That suggests the way that something will behave when it's shot. Um. Like, drywall in particular is something that you should really become familiar with because instead of shattering the way that wood does, like, you can use your melee attack to punch holes. Yep, same with the shotgun. A shotgun blast will punch a pretty neat hole in it. Like, Hmm. which you can use to aim through walls, like, at people. You can also use fucked up collision to aim through walls, which is how I've done it a couple times. (laughs) You just stick your
2: gun through a door. Uh, Also, occasionally, like,
1: (laughs) i watched the kill cam on people, like, go up to a barricade I put up, and it flashed out of existence in front of them, they shot me, and then it flashed back into existence. <laughs> so let me ask you though
0: as someone as two people, yes, who have spent a lot of time playing Rainbow Six Vegas, yes, oh yeah, me too. how much does it, yeah, we all have yeah. but these two that played it, how much does it evoke that in the sense that like like, if when I watched you play, for instance, I didn't see you doing anything tactically other than moving as a group and maybe repelling, right? But it wasn't like yeah. I saw you being like, we're going to cam into this door, we're going to tag a target, and then we're going to execute Correct. on the plan All of that is totally there.
1: Uh, mm. Like, I don't know. Did you see the plane? Is that the map that you saw? Mm. Plane and house. Yeah. yeah. So the plane is, is a little more traditional, I think, Rainbow Six, in that, like, you're not, like, you're going through specific openings. Like, you're looking for ways in. Whereas the house... Has a lot more flexibility as to how you approach it because you can repel. like you can climb the yeah. sides and, and
0: like get in. Right, the but upper I'm saying, do windows. you get to do you get to pre-plan stuff yes. or is yes
2: it- the beginning of every game, the, whatever the bad guys, Raven Shield. I don't know It switches off. Rogue Spear, I think it's the ro- bad guys. No, I don't think it matters. Just think call him the bad guys. <laughs> the I mean, One side is Rogue yeah. Spear. Yeah.
0: The Faceless other side bad is guys. Raven
1: Shield. The other side is Raven Shield, and you switch off. Like,
2: and neither are Rainbow Six. <laughs> like, these are these are war games. Like, Whoever's the baddie does what. So if you're the bad guy, you are fortifying and defending your hostage. No, first
1: before the maps before the match starts, like you're at a map with different spawn areas, and. Th- everybody picks which spawn area you go to and I think the one that has the most votes is where the hostage starts yeah you're voting for where the hostage goes so like you can you can pick where in the
2: level you want the hostage to be so if you go to like the laundry room in the basement you're gonna fortify the garage door but I'm saying are they
0: fortifying before you've even joined the map yes uh, as
2: I fortify you are using a drone to scope out the area and try to scout out the hostage yeah
1: can they shoot the drones? Yes, yes, but it's really hard. They're little bastards. Uh, can
0: they, <laughs> but can you tag? Like tar- but you can't tag no, targets. Them, like, no. Like, no.
1: It feels like they are very specific uh bullet physics to this game, where like it, you have to be very precise with certain shots, yeah. and uh, not so much others. There are you're times like I do not agree, agree with the bullet. The shotgun
0: feels op. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. And <laughs> half the classes have a shotgun just um, just a cannon from across the room. Yeah. So uh, it, it's interesting
1: to me in that like everyone can baronade, bar baronade, barricade as many entrances as they want with the basic barricade. But that can be shot through really quick. And some people have reinforced barricades that they can use which are can not only be used on a door, they can be used against a wall like to reinforce a wall. To so you can't plant a charge on it. it. Uh, I can you pl- can you plant a charge against that wall? You can wall? plant thermite on that wall. Okay. Um so It becomes this juggling act where you need to figure out like where you want to fortify walls and where you want to fortify doorways. And and if you fortify things too much, like any wall that they can shoot through is a wall you can shoot through too. So it's valuable to you to know like what walls you can use to your advantage. (laughs) Um, and also just to figure out where they're going to come from, um, the the thing that I'm sort of underwhelmed by so far is like with the house and even with the plane, it doesn't seem like there's a good way to breach from the outside to the inside. It's always uh, about getting in and then doing the thing. Yeah, it's always about the internal structure of the level as yeah. opposed to being able to breach the external structure. Because it would be awesome to go under the wing of Air Force One and blast in over that. Which yeah, you can't. Um, but you can like you can shoot through floors. Like you can destroy floors yep. almost entirely. You can
2: throw a breach charge on a floor and jump through the ceiling to the basement,
1: which adds a new a new dimension because it's not just like fortifying walls and doors, like yeah. in the basement as the the terrorists. Like you have to worry. <laughs> like about Like you can fortify. Someone. all And so
0: I imagine the, the trade off of this reasonable. is that the maps are, are small, right? The interior Very of a house. I I mean I don't think I don't that mean they're... that in a bad way. I just mean that so it's it's not that the maps are small. Five v five. It's five v five. The
2: maps are generally pretty small. But what ends up happening is the hostage is always in an area. And that becomes the focus point. The Rainbow's job is to go in, find the hostage. Okay, we got him. He's in the basement. Then the basement becomes the only point of interaction in the entire house. It is extremely unlikely that any action will happen upstairs. It is extremely unlikely that you will even enter from the roof. You can just walk through the main entrance. Over
1: time, I'm seeing people experiment, though, like particularly with defenders like working their way around behind. Or like settings
0: fallback points yeah.
1: right well we it- not fallback points because I don't can you move the hostage nope. as the defenders so that's something that I think I'm not sure if it's something that should be fixed but it does make things less dynamic than they could be Um, which is a little disappointing but I,
0: I don't know that I would call the so you win small. by what killing five
1: or escorting the hostage So oh. correct yeah well there are, there are multiple ways to win like as the defenders you want to keep them from getting the hostage and you've got like the, the round last three minutes yeah. I think Uh, as the attackers, you want to take the hostage. Either side wins if you kill everyone on the other team. Which seemed like the majority of the ways the map generally ends. Uh,
2: Hostage rescues are extremely rare.
1: Yeah. Uh, But if you are attackers and hit the hostage and don't revive him, you lose. And if you're defenders and hit the hostage and don't revive him, you lose.
2: Or if you're the defenders and you shoot the hostage on his way out, or in any other instance and he dies, you just instantly fail and you lose. Right. The hostage has to stay alive.
1: Uh, so that that adds a certain sort of system to the game where you want to be reckless and like wreak a bunch of havoc, but you need to be careful because it's really easy to kill the host.
2: Yeah, I mean, on the way in, you could conceivably blow up a bunch of walls, punch a bunch of holes in shit, and then you have to get out. And suddenly those are exposure points as you're trying to exit an area. Right. Man. Like there is a lot to think about, and the the abilities of the characters. I mean, E three they talked about how it was essentially like League of Legends, where everyone is different. Everyone has different Which items. Is
1: horseshit. Because like it's just class based. There thing. are there are like there are specific roles that you can pick, but there's also like a fallback generic role you can pick where you can change its weapons
2: yeah but you don't get the specialty things like like thermite is just the name of a guy apparently yeah and he is the only guy ah, who can I assume
1: be- that that's something that'll change like got to. there are so many things in this that changed. first of all you can't mute people while you're in game like you can only do it in a pregame lobby or yeah. like between rounds or
2: turn off chat entirely
1: or yeah or do that and like the voice quality is fucking horrendous you play uh I mean, I don't know if it's being handled through UPlay. It seems more to me like it's just like Rainbow Six specific servers. Sure. Like
2: whatever their voice codec is, sucks.
1: It's it's bad. It's like worse than I think Gen One Xbox Live. Yep. Uh, voice it sounds codec. like Xbox. Yeah. Chat. Um, and I I mean, it's like we said before, it's the least stable sort of public facing alpha I've played, with the exception of Evolve, which it's is coming it? out what? We don't know. Oh. I mean, the suggestion has been this year, but. Mitch was saying over dinner and I think that I don't think he's wrong in this like it's a little difficult to imagine a game in this shape in April coming out this fall um,
2: six months is like you mentioned at dinner like a lot of time to shape up and we don't know how if the rest of the game complete. is exactly like if all the maps are done already and all the classes are locked in then yes then it's all just g- gameplay visuals so my biggest polish.
1: my biggest thing with this is that there are so many different mechanics and so many different things to know that like campaign is going to be very important to understanding like how multiplayer I was works. Asking, like, I was wondering I mean, is, is a campaign is
2: there, they don't ever talk about because it probably doesn't exist that's what I was wondering. is there a campaign there is a campaign when you bring it up they are like we are a multiplayer game they always say we are a multiplayer game really like yes. I, I thought they talked about having a story they've never said that to my knowledge they've they are very adamant that what a fucking
1: say. change that would be from Patriots like right? because Patriots was so it was incredibly a campaign story driven yeah.
2: um huh Huh. I agree, though. I do hope there is a campaign of some kind. I'm going to be really disappointed if there's not. Like, I'm going to be more disappointed if
0: this is the only mode.
1: <laughs> they, I don't think that there's any way that this is the only mode. I don't think they could sell a $60 game like just
0: this. Just so you guys know, according to Paragon.com, <laughs> it's Brian Crescente, uh, it's supposed to have a single-player campaign as well. Okay. I mean, I... I that was from E3 so. 2014. Yep. So who knows? Brian um,
1: but yeah i i am entertained by it i think that like moment to moment it feels like a rainbow six game because it's really easy to die really quickly yep uh also people like hanging off ropes shooting into windows
2: it's that's funny the shit time every time i repel I I, like i will i will use the repel and then like climb up uh, the side of a building move to the left go beside the window peek in and then turn upside down and then come in from above <laughs>
4: every time because it's
1: so fun you're just like a creepy stalker (laughs) yeah i I hope that there's weapon because i mean there's just so much we don't know about the game
0: yeah i'll give it a chance yeah it's cool
2: i'm enjoying it but after two hours playing those two maps i kind of don't ever want to play them again yeah not that they're not good i just like i i just want more from that game already Right,
1: which makes sense, uh, but know. none of this is what I want from a Rainbow Six game specifically because what I want is Vegas. Assume, no, <laughs> yeah, what I, and what I assume terrorists wants is
2: Terrace, of course. Yeah, that we spent half of our uh, stream this week on IGN ranting about like,
0: just give me T-Hunt, improve yeah. fire just give
4: me effects. AI of any and have kind. it
1: not crash my Xbox. Improve fire yeah.
0: effects and great fire death audio. <laughs> you're fucking grenades yeah, and your fucking artillery cannon shotguns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to play more Vegas. Yeah, no. we should yeah. Vegas. Vegas is um, so good. That's cool. That sounds like a cool game. Man. Um, and
1: then, uh, I've also played a fair
0: bit of Titan Souls. Don't even know what that is. Oh, isn't that like gosh. a? I played. Isn't some not that another sixteen bit era looking yep. like? Isn't this? Pixel it's closer shit? to like eight bit. Slash
1: sixteen era.
2: Imagine 16 if bit. Zelda was Dark Souls, but also Shadow
0: of the Colossus. Is this yeah, uh, pretty much exactly yeah. that? Oh. You only, it's like, uh you just fight big monsters. Yes. Yeah, and you it's only, only just one monsters. arrow.
1: Yeah, so you have
4: oh,
0: one. Oh, right, yeah. right, and you have to always go, go get it. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, you can yeah.
1: you can hold the attack button to bring it back to you, but
0: you can't yeah. move what you do. That's right. I it remember also, seeing this game like a year ago or something. Yeah, like that. it was all, at, it was at PAX last year, yeah. When, yeah. When, when I saw you there.
1: It's all one hit kills, as in everything kills you in one hit,
2: and you kill them in one hit. Um, I mean, when you hit well, not a boss, when you no, hit the boss no, in the its bosses, yeah. weak spot, dude. I like every boss I, fought, boss I fought, I killed one hit. The very mm. first
1: boss you cannot
2: kill him the one jelly hit. guy. Yeah, I mean, when you hit the heart, it's a one hit kill. Right, but but you, you have, have to have break to him up, split
1: open. him apart yeah. over and over. Yeah, I killed that process. guy.
2: Like this is a boss who he starts out as one blob, and every time you shoot him, he becomes a littler blob. And I killed him by. To the last second, I was almost getting crushed by the jelly things jumping at me, but I retrieved the arrow and called it back to me specifically so it would hit the heart on
1: right. yeah. the way back. And that's kind of a neat touch that yeah. you can get them coming or going that's cool. with the arrow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh I think it's fine so far. I
2: think it's a little thin. Um are the boss battles good? Like I've played four or five and I thought all of those were excellent, but I don't know how it holds up over time I just
1: So here's the thing about shadow of the Colossus. Like the bosses are levels. Like you explore those bosses. You try to understand them over a period of time before like you're, you're really like trying to kill them usually Mm -hmm. because yeah, they're not trying to kill you. And a single mistake doesn't mean you're reset. Right. Like, whereas in this it's like those bosses will kill you at the drop of a hat often as soon as you see them. And then you're back to a checkpoint and have to go back to them. Um, and, and I think that that can get a little tedious Because at this point, I feel like I know after maybe a minute and a half what I need to do to to get that boss Mm -hmm. and realize that the easiest way to do that is not to survive long enough to be given that option. It's to die, restart and try to get as quick a kill on them as I can in that fight, because that's when they will be the easiest to hit. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's that's a little sort of underwhelming. And it's just there's a lot of wandering and not a lot of discovery so far like, yeah i, I felt like, like that at pax but i thought it was just because it was an earlier build of the game i mean so I, and there wasn't I, a lot to it i just don't think that there's a lot there like there are <laughs> the bosses but that's it and that's like the game's hook there's no like cool world stuff or anything there's nothing I, else there's some to cool see yeah, I, 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 I think like the, the the world changes a little bit but the, i'm not interacting with anything except for the bosses uh,
3: yeah that's a or better. like Oh,
1: here's a torch that I have to use to light other torches to melt the ice in front of this cave, mm-hmm. and that doesn't feel fun, it feels tedious because the the way that you aim and the way that you interact with the environment is very sort of binary. Um, but i I think that it's cool, like the mechanics and the bosses are are interesting, and there's been a couple that go beyond just like the one shot death to do something interesting, and I, and I like that. I just I'm not sort of blown away. By IGN.com.
0: Titan Souls.
1: <laughs> Titan Souls. All right. And every game that comes out that looks like this is like just slightly less interesting than the last game.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm already kind of like over this. the like. Look how retro we are. Aesthetic I'm so of video over games, you guys.
3: Oh my god, I'm over it. Yeah, that's
2: me.
0: <laughs> I'll
2: try it. It sounds yeah, okay. I, I mean, it, I'm I'm super excited. There's a to demo go to. on Steam.
0: Yep, now. you can play it. Can now. I play it on my Vita? Yeah. There is a uh, it comes out next week.
2: Is it out on wow. Vita? I thought it was PlayStation Four and PlayStation Three. Uh, I just assume that everything is coming to Vita at this point. I
1: don't know that there's a. Why do you assume that?
0: Because most things do.
1: For the five people that own a Vita,
0: that's me. I would mm. rather. I would like to play it on my Vita. Me too. I don't know that the Vita would
1: be the right
2: place to play it.
1: Because mm. you have to hold the button to aim and then aim very precisely, and that thumbstick isn't incredible.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you open it up on PC, they're like, hey, don't use this. Get a controller. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like, we should <laughs> just use a
1: controller, and it's just a PS4 controller, even on PC, which is like, I are there officially PS4 controller adapters for PC? No, you They not that just that plug it in. Works.
2: They've always I thought worked. those were like third party Mm-mm. drivers. You just, no, plug it, just, uh, just plug it in. I work. think at this point, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, you just plug I it in, in. It It um, now
0: because that's how we always played Mm Towerfall
1: but I mean it doesn't matter what console controller you use because there are only really two two commands there's shoot and roll Mm -hmm. and that's it Uh, yeah Titan Souls also Dota yeah
0: whatever
3: (laughs)
1: not a lot of Dota
0: (laughs) yeah whatever (laughs) that's the right answer even I'm like yeah whatever let's read some (laughs) some emails
3: email time what do you
0: got our first email is from Josh. He says I'm in a position where I can get a Wii U and a new 3DS at no cost to myself. Imported nice. gift cards. He says, "Oh man, I got a burp." I just can't bring myself <laughs> to do it though. My Nintendo experiences, <laughs> like so many uh, are started out so well and like most of my age, 33, created a lifelong passion for gaming, but in its subsequent iterations, the N64 and Wii I feel those purchases were mistakes. They had what I would consider a very short list of very good games, and the rest were very bad. I have heard that the Wii U and 3DS have some great games, but I see the same problem. A handful of masterful games on a system that withers in the vine with nothing else to support it. Should I give them the benefit of the doubt and take the plunge? Or is it more the same with them?
1: I mean, I think that the Wii U is has the least compelling software library of any Nintendo machine. I would since. say get a three DS.
0: Yeah, I'd, if
2: you can buy them separately, obviously.
0: Like, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, if you
2: especially if you've never owned a three DS, there is an incredible library of DS games that you should play. And
1: mobile games just don't seem to age as quickly as console games do. Yeah, um,
3: is Nintendo still doing their like? nintendo points thing that no that, no, they they, that is officially it. over now okay. you cannot redeem points you cannot earn points anymore gotcha and as of
2: june you have to have spent them or else you don't get your rewards oh. right. club nintendo is dead
1: as far as there wii u i would just wait because i'm pretty sure that they have to lower the price this year they have to um like this fall probably as late as they can possibly do it because I don't think it can take another Christmas ass kicking the way that it did last year. Yeah. yeah
3: My I little brother has the the Monster Hunter limited edition DS oh, it's 3DS. So cool. And yeah, like I hadn't seen a 3DS since the first gen one. Really? And yeah, and like wow. dude, the 3D on it's so good. Mm-hmm. The like new, I like the new the 3DS. new one. Yeah, I yep. couldn't believe I couldn't believe how much it was improved. I mean, it yeah, looks that's great.
1: that's like one of the big selling factors of it is how improved the th- the
3: 3D is. And the Monster Hunter cutscenes are amazing.
1: Um, I don't know. I I think the Wii U has some great games, but if, like, there's nothing on there that's calling to you, then I think that you've got some time before that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Like, they've already hit some Nintendo, like, high points or, like, sort of prerequisites.
2: Yep. We also know they're working on new hardware. Obviously, like, obviously they always were, but they're talking about it now, and I would imagine we'll see that next year.
1: And for release next fall, probably. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to do, like, a two-year turnaround thing.
2: No, I don't even think they'll talk about it again in 2015.
1: No, because they want people to buy the Wii U for Star Fox. For their, do I need to edit that out?
2: No, I mean they've announced Star Fox. Have they? Anou- I yeah, mean,
1: have they announced it for? No,
2: Miyamoto said so that when like during the Zelda thing at VGX, they had that moment where uh Miyamoto was teasing the Zelda creator, saying like, "Oh, I'm going to have." Star Fox out before Zelda, and it, it, both of them are coming in twenty fifteen. All oh, right, and look how that went. Zelda's next year, <laughs> but tentatively Star Fox is still this year. Wow, there's that's so crazy. plenty of stuff
1: suppo- that's supposed to come out this
0: year that won't. I'm sure that's true. Okay, Vincenzo, he asked, dear Rebel him if you were only allowed to game on one gaming device for the next six years. Which one would it be and why? I love, after we do this, he wrote a little list of guesses as yeah, to what we want to oh, <laughs> yeah. I, saw I did read that. Well, he got mine right.
2: <laughs> he got mine way off.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, you're wondering. I mean, that's easy. It'd be PC. PC.
0: Yeah, I'm PC for me. Too. All right, we're all PC. Yeah. What did <laughs> He you said... Xbox One for Arthur, PS4 for Mitch, and PC for me and Mitch, Matt. Mitch, do you even own a PS4? I do not. I play Alexa's.
2: <laughs> I really want a PS4. It's a great machine. Like, I mean, it's it's really, really good one. stuff. I just don't have one. Yeah. I
1: play more games on my Xbox One, but I probably spend more time playing game on my PC. <laughs>
2: a game in Between particular. the consoles, I probably play more games on PlayStation. I just use the Xbox One more for other stuff. Yeah.
3: I play all my games on my PC pretty much. The only yeah, reason... reason I, I would use my Xbox more, but it's also our TV right now. So, it, like, without an ex- without using the Xbox, Eleanor
0: has no way to watch TV. Yeah, I Windows, mean, I
2: got Dragon Age on Xbox. If you, you had a Wii you, though, it's just the
0: machine that is could on
2: the most. Solve this
0: problem. <laughs> you could do what's called second screen. <laughs>
3: yeah, but I you would have, have to have games that I want to play.
1: Well, with Windows like Windows Ten might help with that because <laughs> you can stream <laughs> games from the Xbox One to your PC. Oh, that's cool. And theoretically. Still use apps on the TV on the Xbox One, so like hmm. Eleanor could be watching TV and you could play a game.
0: That would be pretty. You awesome. could also just play a game in the little sidebar. <laughs> snap you the snap game. Right. You well, can't sh- snap
1: games to the
4: sidebar. <laughs> that's good. Coming <laughs> in twenty fifteen. <2015. laughs> stupid. Okay, that's not. There are
1: some games that threes. are classified as apps that can be snapped to the sidebar, like threes, like threes. Mm. That's fun. huh, which um, is dangerous. Yes. Ga- Gab- it's good for working out in front of the TV, though. Gabrielle oh. writes. In, Gabriel.
0: And he says, What kind of challenges and goals do you make for yourselves in games? This isn't a trophy for clearing a level in Trials Fusion on Extreme or beating level five in on Master, yet I did. Like, there was no trophies for that, but he still did it. He says, What are challenges you think gamers should try out for a whole new experience in games, such as playing Fallout as Anthony's Gunslinger? That's a narrative <laughs> thing. That's not a challenge. Yeah. That's just like I decide I'm going to channel. Roland from the Gunslinger, who's not a good person, <laughs> and be that. No, I, bad I
3: feel, person. but I feel like that is a challenge because there's a lot of times I where. Mean, yeah, I guess.
4: Yeah, you were I'm denying pistols. The, yeah, systems yeah, exactly. To like, to like
3: especially play. with RPGs, there are very clear ways sometimes where you could min max your characters for maximum effectiveness. And, uh, I will literally be like, okay, if I do this, will I have more fun with the game or will I have more fun if I choose this based off my own internal storyline for mm-hmm. how this thing is going? Yeah. And like a lot of times I uh, I will switch like halfway through a game. Like I'll be like, okay, I'm not having any fun because I was so committed to my idea of this character and this game clearly doesn't want me to play like this and it's making it not fun. Yeah. So then I'll go into min-maxing.
0: EverQuest would do that a bit because certain races were better others for certain classes Mm -hmm. like you didn't want to make a halfling warrior because halflings just had terrible base strength right but people would (laughs) still do it yeah it's like
2: playing a waste of skin in bloodborne like you just i want to be the guy with the lowest stats and i want to level the slowest possible or i want to (laughs) play through dark souls without ever leveling up yeah. That kind of stuff is cool. Like, I don't know. I used to dig I mean, around you a lot. I used
1: like
0: to no-kill runs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, those, are, those yeah. are always interesting. Those a lot of the time now, I just have achievements tied mm. to them. Now, sometimes, but sometimes they don't, and, you, and you'll just yeah. be amazed that people manage to do it. You're like, I did not think that was possible. What
3: I like doing with uh, stealth action games, and I actually do this one a lot, uh, is I try to go through a level... You know they'll they'll usually have an, an option where you can put people people to sleep or knock them out or whatever. And I'll go through a level and see how far I can get, like not even disturbing without anybody. interacting at all. Yeah, without interacting with them at all, just be like a total okay. ghost in but, a space.
1: Yeah, but the smart like smart games, like the last one or so, like they even incentivize. They that. reward you for doing that. Like, yeah. Not just not getting like setting off alarms and not killing, yeah. but like never being seen. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: What about if you knock them out and then put two in their head? Doesn't count. Sure. That's, that's, uh, that's a different challenge. I like, I like it. I'm John that's Wick. Panther. <laughs> John Wick. Yeah, i John Wick when I play those you games. John Wick it? Yeah. Is like that, that like... He's Keanu a little Reeves.
2: Ewok assassin. Know, okay. Is that
1: an Ewok assassin or is that Keanu Reeves in an Ewok? Husband? Holy <laughs> shit.
2: Uh, do you guys ever make games for yourself when you're playing an open world game? Examples. Uh, when I played GTA 4 online, we would get into a helicopter and when you're in a party... You respawn in your party mate's vehicle. Mm-hmm. so I would have like Matt fly the chopper, and then I would leap out of the chopper every time I respawn and try to uh, <laughs> smash into a car on the street. <laughs> and that was like how you got points, and it was really hard. We used to do um uh, a-, a game in Red Dead where we'd get together with like eight people mm-hmm. or twelve people or whatever. And have uh, one person riding a horse using a revolver trying to kill the people on the ground. And the people on the ground could only chase him and use throwing knives to kill him. (laughs) And if you missed, it's just like, that throwing knife's probably gone. I'm probably not getting it back. And if you kill this horse, you instantly lost.
3: (laughs) We used to do stuff like that in Counter-Strike all the time when we had our own Counter-Strike server. Um... Somebody would just somebody would just start yelling in like all caps, you know,
0: knives only. Oh, yeah, knives, knives, yeah, knives yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I love doing stuff like that. Yeah, we used to play uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. And that was a sharp turn. D- we'd play it on Nintendo 64, <laughs> and we'd play it with the AI turned up to Einstein, which is as hard as they can be, yeah. which means they basically just don't miss. And then we'd play the game where you had to play as the, the squirrels trying to run through it past the teddy bear gestapo to freedom Jesus. and, man, so, and, <laughs> and they would just blow your head off and yeah. blood would go everywhere you had no way to defend yourself so it was literally about like all right i'm gonna move you're gonna move we'll go two separate ways <laughs> one of us will make it and it was really fun playing that split screen with your friends nice because the ai i mean you being the shooters was terrible because shooting that game was yeah, awful, Terrible. Yeah. letting the ai do it and just running around with your friends like that was hilarious i love that shit <laughs> i love making up games like i that. think
1: the new
0: conquer thing is out yeah later this, this month or next week i am gonna check that out mostly because i'm just curious I'm, yeah. i mean i liked spark a lot when me it's and Mitch, five bucks. yeah tinkered with it hmm. i just don't want to
2: buy a conquer pack and make a bad Conquer game
0: oh i don't have any interest in making a conquer anything uh, or playing any I worked, <laughs> or on, I worked on that one thing that i worked on for like two weeks straight did you ever get multiplayer working no
2: god damn it
0: yeah there's got to be
2: tutorials out there now for that change. there was tutorials at the time and they were super good yeah it just it didn't just, work it just
3: wasn't working mm. Um, Game development. (laughs) That's too bad. I have a couple Twitter ones. Okay. Uh, Andrew has two questions, which are actually... uh, I think they're a little bit related. Did he
1: send multiple tweets, or did he fit two questions into 140 characters? It was actually two
3: tweets. Okay. So that's a bummer. Amateur hour. I know, right? Uh, Anyway, he said... uh, what video game reboots would you love to see in this generation? His recommend recommendations were Legacy of Cain and a new Tenchu stealth assassin. Oh,
1: oh you man, Already man. got your shitty Legacy of Kane reboot.
3: I would be <laughs> super down with a new Tenchu. Me too. Absolutely, uh, I love Tenchu, man. I don't know if they I would mean, hold up, but I loved them back in the day. Let's just
0: get. Let's just cut to the chase and just get a new Bushido Blade. Yes. Oh, super down kills. with that. Bushido Blade. One oh, hit man. kills. Yes. Good cut. Good dismemberments. Good deep cut. Like, no Love that game intended. Yep. I, loved, <laughs> I loved Bushido Blade Me too Me and Me my too. friend used to do first to a hundred Nice Because you know matches last in that game yep. Two seconds a lot of times You throw your sword and it catches the other person in their head And it's yep. just like instantly over <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So
3: good um, And then his other one was uh, What are some games you've loved But that nobody really seems to remember or acknowledge Machito Blade Bushido Blade That's
4: a good point Far Cry
3: 2 <laughs> <Bushido Blade>. Far Cry 2? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like that game.
2: I feel like a very small group of people love Far Viva Cry 2. Pinata. Really?
3: Ooh. How far back are we going to go? Because these aren't deep not I, I don't think it matters Act how Racer. far back you go.
1: Ah, uh, you've said that
2: before. <laughs> but that
1: uh, doesn't make it yeah. not true. Also, yeah. <laughs> lots of people remember
2: Actraiser. I do not believe that at all. Amazon,
0: I, I Amazon Trail. Amazon Trail. <laughs> it was different than Oregon Trail. You had to fish with the, clicking with the mouse to spearfish. <laughs> Math um, Blasters math blasters oh my god i played math blasters <laughs> uh, jurassic park for super nes which i admit is a terrible game but when i was a child game, I it's not didn't as, know, good as the genesis it had no support. saving and it was oh, a long wow, game Oh, well. oh wow. so i used to leave my nintendo on overnight so that i could come back to <laughs> it
1: told that story on this podcast
0: before um, nice game son two.
2: of a bitch 2 um do people fucking know the 2? no games? they
1: don't yes, they
0: fucking is that how you do. say
1: that
3: it's not Coden. Uh,
2: yeah, Suikoden too. <laughs> I that, used to say well, coden. That, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I, in, in my I head, it say. was
3: always Suikoden. And me too. <laughs> like you're calling a
1: pig named Coden. Sui <laughs> Coden! Uh, Faxanadu on
3: Nintendo. That's a good oh, one. Oh, Faxanadu. Uh, oh my god, that's a good call. Uh,
2: Which basically became Dark Souls?
3: No. No, it didn't. <laughs> <Not> even close <laughs> to that.
1: Uh, there was an Athena game on Nintendo that nobody remembers but me. Did
3: you guys ever um, play Chrysalis? No. Nope. Yeah, okay. Uh, so there's one other person who, uh, who's heard of Chrysalis. The
1: Athena game was basically like Zelda 2. Uh, and then the other game is Subterranea on Genesis. Wow. And-
0: good call. Nice. Have you seen that? Have you I that believe game? I have played that game. It's,
1: it, like, it looked incredible. Like, there are still people that talk about how fucking awesome that game is. You know who did the music in that game? Nope. Jesper fucking Kid. Nice. Wow. Um,
0: nice. That was like 1993,
1: 94. Dude. It was like cut. a European Genesis game.
0: Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, Bushido Blade. Yeah. Hell
2: uh, <laughs> nice. oh, yeah, Bushido Blade's fucking tight.
0: I still have one and two. We can go to my, are uh, you my serious? PS3. doesn't work. Mine does. Mine can does. play it on my PS2. My PS3 works. Yeah, mine too. So we need so to do a, we can do a Bushido a Blade 720p. party. p no, I kept one and two. Yes. <laughs> Those are the only PlayStation 1 games I we'll kept. We'll do a Bushido Blade housewarming party. Oh, um, that'd be awesome. Craig Wrightson says... Do you think Microsoft will ever reintroduce their Xbox One digital game sharing system and associated DRM in some form? I don't know what he's talking about.
1: Uh, The family sharing program that was supposed to launch with Xbox One before all the DRM got taken out. He says, personally,
0: I was bummed when the feature was removed, but understood Microsoft's reaction to bad, bad press. I just think it's silly that Microsoft can do something and be reviled for it. And Valve does the exact same thing and it's praised for an awesome new feature. I'm sorry, but the Steam implementation sucks.
2: Also, the Xbox Mm -hmm. implementation, I feel like, did get some decent praise. Like, yeah, it changed and people were pissed, but their re-implementation of that in the family sharing program and the gold. I thought
0: people were more mad about the DRM and others, like, always online. It's because, like, that stuff was tied to the DRM. Uh,
2: It It was just one more online thing that people were pissed about at the time. But in the end, you basically got what you were asking for. You just needed gold. Um, or somebody who owns the machine needed gold. What are you talking... No, that's not what he's talking about.
1: He's talking about, like, being able to lend your games yeah, digitally yeah. to other people. Not... I mean, you
2: can You can do that on the same machine,
1: which okay, I think is so, fucking
2: awesome. So the way that the DRM on Xbox One oh, no, I works, practically it speaking,
1: this is for the the the, re- the listener, uh, is it'll work on two systems, uh, up possibly up to three. I mean, it, as many as you want, but, like it'll work for anyone at any time on your home system whether you're there or not uh and it'll work for you uh when you're signed into any other system and it'll work for anyone else on any other system if you're also signed in at the same time on that system um but yeah i'm i think that they would like to bring that back i think that microsoft doesn't have the leverage to try to get that out of publishers like mm. they did 2 years ago yep um, and also, the way that Steam does it sucks because if I'm playing my games, no one else can play my games. Yeah. Like, no matter what game it is. Yep.
3: Oh. Plus, like, in home, with in home streaming, you actually have to have a pretty powerful computer if you're playing a game on the other computer and streaming it to your current one. Oh, you, can, really?
2: you can cheat yeah. that too, right? Like, you can just make a, a secondary account on Steam and then share your personal primary library to that account, and that account will then have access to everything. You just can't play the same game at the same time. But I could be playing on your primary account, whatever. Right, but can, I think
1: that this person is talking about like multiple. Oh, of locations. course, yeah. Like
2: what they want is is different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I'd,
1: think that Microsoft would very much like to do that. I think negotiating it is complicated. I just don't know that it's
2: practical. Have you
3: guys for them? ever gotten that like uh, the Steam Watch Game thing to work? No mean yes. we've had people
2: have it to work but I've never personally I've, I've never gotten it to
3: work for me because
1: yeah. I play review games on Steam.
3: Yeah. Right, but it doesn't it doesn't show but I thought the way that it works is the the first time like whenever you launch a game the first time somebody tries to watch then you have to you approve get a pen. it. Yeah. And then from then on anybody else can like watch but like the next time you start up a game it has to happen all over again. Uh, I think that you have to approve every
1: user unless you change you change the settings accordingly. Mhm. Either way, it was like a
2: total like non thing. Yeah. Yeah. Steam broadcasting is not very good.
3: I just wish that it did work because like I actually really enjoy watching people play games, and it's even more fun watching my friends play games. Uh, And I and I kind of like the idea of it even better than Twitch, just being able to go like watch Steam and watch right there. Steam and watch. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, because like you sometimes like Twitch. They say it's weird, right? Like you can see automated Twitter updates, and you can get an email from something. Yeah. But I constantly miss my friends' streams because
3: I have no idea they're streaming. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. on
2: Steam, it's like, oh, Matt's playing this game. Cool, let's check it
3: out. Yeah. It's just never worked. It always Twitch, errors out for me.
2: Twitch needs a page that just shows you what all your friends are streaming, and maybe they do, but it's not well implemented, and it's not clear. Yeah, I you, don't can feel see, like you can see you can see who you're following.
1: Built for that. It's no. not built for friends list. No, it's no. built, it's for, built for followers. It's yeah. it's not it's netflix not xbox live yeah
0: yeah um Jordan writes in and says, I've been getting into a lot of modern uh, point-and-click adventure games on Steam. Nice. And I was wondering if there's any genre you'd like to see a resurgence of that hasn't been touched lately. And I was thinking... God, a what? lot of them have come back. Yeah, I don't feel I was, like... Yeah, that the only one say. I can
2: think
3: of is, like, the space flight sim, and it's back in full force right yeah. now. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, they're bringing back King's
0: Quest. I mean, like, they're yeah. fucking bringing back everything. And even when King's Quest wasn't around, there were games yeah. that were out that were exactly. just, like, yeah. just like King's oh, Quest. Oh, uh, like a." Pillars of Eternity is fucking
3: the Baldur's Gate, yeah. like almost exactly rebirth of that kind of game and franchise. That's what
0: I'm saying. I, I can't really think of any sort of game that hasn't. And there's a ton of like 2D um, platformers out and the one hit yeah. the one co-fighting and... game, huh? The one hit co-fighting game.
2: Oh God yeah. Damn it. Well, except for Bushido <laughs> <Light>. except, for, <laughs> <Bushido> except <laughs> for fucking Samurai Gun and Towerfall. Totally different. Yeah. Totally not the same. Not remotely. They're not fighting games
3: they're not
0: the.
2: Same. Blade they're, not the same. they're like 2D action platformer I think they're, things they're practically
1: fighting games in the same way that Bushido Blade is a fucking fighting game
0: yeah Bushido mm-hmm. Blade wasn't much a fighting game which is why I, I was capable of playing it I think it was, they are as comparable as Super Mario and Street Fighter wow like I I, i'm, I'm I leaning a little bit of more the with arthur but that
1: you've ever said on this program uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh, i do not but, think uh, but, 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 but that uh, those games are i feel like they're all. more
3: like action platformers that happen to be multiplayer and uh like they have one-hit kills that does not make sense. Yeah, similar I, nidhogg has more in common with bushido blade than those other ones do that
2: was the, i was saying that earlier too yeah. um
1: i would like to see a return to really good really well controlling Character action
2: games. <laughs> I knew it. You just want a new Ninja <laughs> yeah. games. No, because I've written off that series yeah. of it being good again.
1: Yeah,
3: oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, or and, ever coming back. And the closest we've come recently is like Devil May Cry, which is fine. Yeah. it's just yeah. not DMC's the same. Great. It's good. Yeah, it's just not the same. Like that's I, about. But there like, used to be so many. Like I think to your point, there used to be so many third-person character action games, and a lot of them controlled pretty well. You know, like. The Even god Ani- of War,
1: like God, yeah, of, War god of War 2 controlled is sort of controlled well. of the series. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> the On- Onimusha, you know, like those yeah. were good games. Oh man, you know what? I want a, like a good god game.
2: We haven't had a really fucking great god game in a long time. That's maybe true. since Black and White.
1: Uh, do you like the Dungeon Keeper games?
2: They're okay. Yeah, but an actual god, god game. like Also, like mash like it up with Act Razor and, yeah. and, or like some game, we got a new Act Razor. Mash that up with like a new N- Ninja Gaiden. Big kick-ass 3D fighting game combined with a god game. I'm the happiest camper in the world. Who
1: makes this fucking Willy Wonka?
2: (laughs) Please. Please. Uh, That's what Act was. God game and an action game. I know. That's why it was perfect. (laughs)
1: How about a new Secret of Mana? Who'd have to fuck to get a new Secret of Mana? (laughs) Not Legends of Mana.
3: (laughs)
0: Secret of Mana. Ian asks, will any of you be going to TwitchCon... I'm going to head out to SF in September for TwitchCon. I was wondering if any of you guys had plans to attend. I'm sure I'll probably go for like an hour. Yeah, I, I might go. I,
1: if you get a press pass, you mean? Because that's almost
2: as expensive as PAX for two days. I don't...
0: I'll get a press like, pass. Like, I just don't understand what the
2: appeal is, honestly. To meet your favorite streamers, dog. I, I don't look,
1: understand. Yeah, don't there either. are a lot of people that, go, that went to PAX in the past to meet, like... One up staff, sure. okay. GM sorry, Steph. I
2: understand the appeal. I do not. I am not part of that. It is not for you. It does not appeal to me. It is not for us.
3: The only Twitch streamers I want to hang out with are the people we play Dota with. They've got to be doing some kind of like, you know, gaming events and stuff like that too. That would
0: be fun to attend, even if you don't follow like yeah, the like, big streamers. Yeah, like they've got to have cool stuff. I'm sure there yeah. will be some like you can play interesting all of the events. Amazon Firebox games. <laughs> Because they're owned by Amazon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazon I don't have a big old <laughs> Yeah. Dude.
2: You can play Where's My Water on the worst game controller What's since the name the of the Day of Nine
4: dude? Day Bots, Nine.
1: Sean Bots. Is that his name? I, I think you're right. Nah,
0: just call him Day Nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he'd be a decent dude Yelp. to meet. He's, to talk with. De- he's definitely a really nice dude. I met him at a StarCraft two event when I was like, all this press and then him. And I was like, who's this guy that won't shut up? Like, he won't stop talking to everyone. And I'm just like, I just flew I'm in. Just and I'm just imagining Anthony, like,
2: looking for a shovel. <laughs> yeah. I'm He's just like, you're really pissed off that I somebody's being like, friendly.
0: Yes, I was. I was like, I just flew in this morning and you're like way too happy to be here.
4: <laughs> why aren't way you? too happy. To why aren't be here. you a little
0: more curmudgeonly like the rest of us? Just <laughs> yeah, there's free sodas. I get it because he hasn't had like he hasn't had like the gaming industry <laughs> no nah, he's the awesome life out of him. honestly i watched one of his streams where he just ended up going on like a 14 minute tangent about about girls about girls it's so <laughs> the good. best thing I've yeah ever seen. it was really great yeah. and he's also
1: pretty good at starcraft too yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um lyle writes in and says with skyrim selling more than 20 million copies since it's released in 2011 fuck would you be amazed if they announced Elder Scrolls Six rather than Fallout Four? I would be. Amazed. I absolutely love both series, so I'd be happy with either. But I would love to see what Bethesda could do with Fallout Four on the new consoles. Yeah, I would
2: definitely be amazed. They alternate if that, if that
1: happened yeah, during
2: Bethesda's event, and you
1: heard one single person yell "Fuck off," <laughs>
2: it would be Arthur. You could probably guess who would be. No, not like, that I
1: didn't love Skyrim. I did. Sure.
4: Skyrim
2: but, and fall in. but I still I mean, see the, like, the Skyrim team going on to another Elder Scrolls game. Like, yeah. how do you go from Skyrim to whatever
3: I, other territory you pick? Like, one I, into the other, you I, like, I go fucking insane. I was going to say like, uh, Sky, so Skyrim so. is yeah. Skyrim has the best lore, best history of any of the rest of that whole Tamriel world. I anyway, like, you, any of the other settings in that world are just not as good. I,
1: I thought Oblivion was fine.
3: Uh, it, fine,
1: I think that. If I was Bethesda, I would want to let a little bit of the stink come off after The Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> savaged that brand.
2: I mean, and that game's coming out this year as well, yeah, theoretically June, on consoles. Supposedly, so, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get in my own my way with that. My just got
1: changed to the unlimited version. I got an email. Oh, I, I, had an I don't have one of those. You don't have an email? You should get it. It's really good. <laughs> what is it? I hear people use that. It's electronic correspondence. Huh. It's like phone calls, except they're writing. And you, you read
3: them. So it's a letter. It's text messages, but on your computer.
2: It's, it's bits and bytes. It's maybe not as cool <laughs> as a letter. Do you need stamps? Yes. Yes. All right.
0: It doesn't seem very practical. <laughs> if big government has its way, you will. It's like Skype.
1: <laughs> you have to buy Skype credit to send emails.
0: <laughs> um, Daniel writes in and says, I'm very excited for the potential... For cross-buy between Xbox One and Windows 10 that Microsoft has announced. Me too. Yeah. When do you think we'll get more info on this? And why do you think Microsoft released so little about how this will work? About E3. seven or it.
1: eight weeks. Yeah. So Maybe shit. It's like six weeks. Isn't
0: it?
2: Sixty-nine oh, days.
0: Wow.
1: Jesus. Yeah. You'll. Find I
0: registered out real today, soon. so I know exactly uh, how. Long it is. It's so close. I won't go. I won't be going. Oh my god. That's weird. It's the second one in a row. I won't be going to. I haven't
3: been doing E3 in a long time. It's just that it. Uh, Last year I was on a play. It's just that it usually means. You okay there? I unplugged my you, mic. Oh. <laughs> People don't have
0: to hear that.
3: Uh, <laughs> Except for us. Arthur's redoing his microphone. There, that, next letter. There we Let's go. just go
0: to the next letter.
1: Okay. Uh, you will hear about that very soon. I think that Microsoft has a lot of big
0: announcements to make in that particular arena. Well, you would fucking yeah. hope so they have something, because honestly, I think the <laughs> last year's kind of sucked. Yeah. Huh? I, like, yeah. The last year, I feel like, I feel like at this point, I feel like I did not need an Xbox One or a PS4. I could have been fine without been, them. I could
1: yeah. see the PS4, because like, there was...
4: Blood I could have just had a PC. Like been, what? what was? What was on an Xbox with, One yeah. that
0: I needed to play?
1: Sunset Overdrive, Master yeah. Chief Collection, when it worked. Master M- 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 yeah. Chief Collection
0: never worked. Like Works now. Okay. Halo 5 beta worked. Yeah. I didn't care about it. I played that okay, for like five yeah, minutes. I didn't and care
1: like, about eh, the beta really Ori the
0: Blind
2: Forest.
1: Also awesome. Although oh, that, that was Steam. on PC. Is it? Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. That's
0: what I'm saying. I feel right. like I could have just had a PC. I have not had Rising a that Rising came to PC. Pretty, I, mu-
3: pretty much everything that I've wanted to play has been on PC. Like, I played Dragon Age there. Hey, even if I like, wanted
0: to play Titanfall, granted, it wouldn't have had the player is quite as hard, but I could have played yeah. on PC, right? I'm just saying, yeah. I haven't seen, I have not yet, like, all I hear about increasingly is, like, ah, HD re-release and this, and I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I want I want the next Gears or something like that. I want that. That's what well, I want you're to hear about. are
1: waiting until next year for the next Gears. So, I know, but yeah. I'm just
0: saying, I want something to know something. You know, I want to know at least that something's coming cause I just uh, want to be excited I mean, I'm just Raider, not excited at this Halo point Halo 5 Tomb Raider I'm excited for uh, sure
1: redacted uh,
0: <laughs> Halo 5
1: Quantum Break is next year
0: Quantum Break I'm excited for whatever the fuck superhero cop game But with
3: the with the what? Xbox and Crackdown, Crackdown. Uh, How yeah, the yeah. fuck did you forget that name I don't know
0: man <laughs>
3: With the with the Xbox and the and the Windows like exactly like he said cross play or cross-buy thing like that makes me kind of like feel like I need a console even less. Mostly, I want a yeah. PS. Mostly, I want a PS4 just because like, uh, like I just want to have all of the systems and be able to play all the games. That's what it's I been guess. Down some to. people would
0: probably say Destiny, but that's a big old wet fart. As I far bet as I'm Destiny <laughs> comes to PC this fall.
3: I would play. I would play Destiny with all my friends that are playing on PS4 right now, mm-hmm. Matt.
1: I, I would love to play games with you. I will never play Destiny with you.
3: Yeah, it was the only multiplayer game I could think of when I was I, trying to get us to play games last weekend. It was I, the only one I could think of that can't. we all have. Rainbow Six Vegas.
1: Yeah, well, I this Don't weekend. make me get my Xbox 360 and plug it back in. So
2: we should just get it on PC. Is it working? Like, are the servers even active on PC? I'm sure we could do a lobby of T-Hunt.
1: I don't I don't know. I I I think it's. I don't know if it's dedicated servers or if it was peer to You have a press
2: account. It would take you four seconds to find out. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Zero dollars. I'm, I'm pretty sure why it's peer peer Um, maybe.
1: Yeah. Okay. I would not be
3: opposed to that idea. Next. Think. Yeah, that'd be good. Yair. Yair.
2: Um IGN Israel. Uh, does he work at IGN now? Yes. Yair does all of the uh, localization uh, for at IGN one point first. He at does f- his own reviews. Does he translate to Arabic or Hebrew? Hebrew, Hebrew. I'm sure.
0: Um... First of all, Yair says you guys are psychic regarding game delays, so don't you dare talk about the next Mass Effect 2018. That's secondly, <laughs> with the recent reveal of Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, I was wondering what do you think is the next step of open world gaming evolution? We saw Shadow Mordor and the Nemesis system, but other games like Sunset Overdrive and Dragon Age didn't really seem to push the genre forward. Uh, I so I guess he's saying like, what would be a next gen feature? I think the thing hmm. that the, something that can the thing division that open world was, games sorry.
1: are going to do that i think some people will have a difficult time sort of seeing as new but from a design perspective is is that open world games up until now have had to reserve memory that other syst- other games have used for mechanics and systems for the size of the world hmm. like gameplay was limited by memory uh, when you have a giant open world whereas like something like sunset overdrive has all the crazy fucking combat yeah. and traversal of a much smaller game a more focused game in a big open world
2: I mean even you mentioned the division when that first demo hit anybody who knows anything about game development watched that character take cover and then close the car door as he as he slid along the cop car and they freaked out it's like holy shit they did that that's (laughs) awesome you would never do that yeah
4: like the (laughs) example I
1: keep going back to is like Mass Effect 3 is an example of a game where Ram limitations were such that you couldn 't holster your weapon anymore because they just couldn 't <laughs> spare that
0: you know right. it was something I saw it was getting passed around as like a haha funny gif, but uh, was a uh, that clip from Hardline where one of the AI people's running alongside you, and then he tries to jump over a tipped over chair and just eat shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like like a real person,
0: like it just dynamically happens. Like yeah. he, goes, he goes to do. It's not supposed to happen. It's wow, just like, I haven't seen this. There's some chair and he's running by, and then he tries to like do a, like a, a running hop and clips his toes and just does like what Where your friend this? is that it's like, like
1: inverse kinematics? Is yeah, So cool? yeah, it's,
0: yeah. it's, it's like it's like one of your friends. If he was like, watch this, and then you yeah. watch him eat shit. <laughs> That's what that dude did, and it just happened dynamically. And I was like, oh, and he was like, an AI guy. Yeah, and it was jarring because wow. I was like. <laughs> hey, I shouldn't do that no. unless it's yeah. scripted. I,
1: I think that you're going to see like more natural sort of open world interactions, and different people are going to try to do different things. Like, Mortar had the nemesis system. Yeah. Sunset Overdrive had that traversal. Uh, Assassin's Creed tried to have sophisticated in mechanics in an open world game with gigantic crowds Mm -hmm. crackdown is Mm -hmm. going for real time destruction. Like you've never seen in a real time destruction. Yeah. That's it'll be
2: really interesting to see how the world responds to those kind of emergent events. Like Uh the stuff you're doing by just fucking around or you, you do something the systems aren't designed for, but it's interesting anyway. Like how the world responds to that will be interesting. Like, can they prepare AI for a emergent event?
1: Like, I, I want to see how Deus Ex leverages the sort of new paradigm of technology for its design. Like, you've got to figure that there's stuff that they can do that they just had to cut mm. from Human Revolution yeah. because yeah. the consoles couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, I really want to see what Bethesda does because yeah. just from fucking Oblivion to Fallout to Skyrim, the Dude, amount of shit enormous that Enormous technological yep. and visual like, leaps and systems yep. and like freedoms even Even from... Uh, Fallout 3 which had like giant enemies in it that you didn't see in Oblivion like uh, the giant robot and shit like yeah. that mm-hmm. two dragons and emergent world events in Skyrim like mm-hmm. that was a huge thing in just one console generation mm-hmm. and so I my cat is taking the loudest poop right now
2: <laughs> I would be very interested to see an open world game whether it's scripted or dynamic be able to persist with like permanent effect like if you can destroy, like if you could drop a bomb on a city in an open world game, and that now it's just gone, and anything like you could not have done as a scripted thing, right? Like a megaton, but not scripted. Like I just decided to fuck this up because I was bored, and it's permanent.
1: The question being, like, how much can you allow players to destroy without like they breaking the game? Yeah, like,
2: I mean, that was the thing with, or uh, you just let them break. The Metal game. Gear Rising, like they had to change the way the cutting works because in the beginning it was you can cut literally anything. But you could just cut your way to the end of a level without doing anything, <laughs> and you could just cut a level apart and break
0: the game, and yeah, cut well, yourself it's, into a corner it's and, you like, and you it's get like, stuck. You know, it's the same problem we've been encountering since the very first Red Faction. Yeah, was you could drop explosives right. in the PS2 one, but eventually you would hit this dark gray rock that showed yeah. you like this is unbreakable, right. or Like yeah. a super steel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: You even see that in Bad Company too. But and you know, probably in yeah. Red Siege. Faction,
0: got right. around that the uh, gorilla by always having like quest giving NPCs outside. So it didn't matter if you blew. It. Plus, they just remake the buildings. Yeah, right. Like yeah. they just kind of broke the wall with it.
1: <laughs> right, and I, part of me hopes that crackdown like has some kind of conceit for why that is, like nanotech or something. <laughs> I, did,
2: I hope it's persistent. Like if you knock down a tower, it's just
1: gone. I hope you can see stuff being rebuilt over
2: time. That would be cool, actually. Like if you turn the console off and you come back the next day, it's like half built. Like a week has passed and shit is. And then sort you just of go fixed. destroy the tower, again, or like maybe you can like half built. you
1: can. There's like a wait function you can use to restore the world. Sure. Mm.
2: And that's um, even funny too, right? Like then you can build your own story about uh, every day. I would log on and just fuck up the same building. These poor <laughs> construction guys rebuilding this one building every
3: day for their entire lives. It's
2: like f-
1: mature adult Fraggle
3: Rock. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like uh, suck it, and uh, I feel like one thing that we might see in more open world games because they they've tried a little bit of this is more interiors.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Was, yeah. Also, more just air travel. More travel. Like yeah. more like like air travel, stuff like No Man's Sky mm-hmm. as an
2: example of oh, something. Yeah. yeah, just like means of getting around, like, I don't know, being able to hop on a train or something.
0: Or a grappling hook to a parachute. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: There's no way that game is
1: shipping this year. What, Just Cause? Yeah. Any reason or Just Cause?
0: I don't know, I mean, we
2: talked about this the last couple weeks, right? Like, it just seems... I, like, it
1: seems silly for
2: it, Square to release Where a game does it live?
1: Within the same epicenter of Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't make and sense. if, like...
2: If, 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 hard if, probably not, if Deus Ex is coming out this year.
1: No,
0: that's a next year game for sure.
1: I think you're probably right. That's Q1. I think that's a March game, if ever there was one. Maybe
2: January, because Square likes their January releases. Yeah. Uh, or early february there's also there's so much going on this year that i just don't know where just cause fits there's release it in
1: june it's going to be a really busy e3 i don't think people are prepared for how much shit is going to
2: get it'll be like last year right where we go in and there's already a big fall lineup and then everyone announces games for november
0: and then everyone goes wait
2: just kidding (laughs)
0: <laughs> i was gonna say because yeah i don't feel like there ended up being as many games as we thought just because they always get delayed yeah they I, all went there to were a lot of fucking games last fall mm. i don't know what you're talking about
2: yeah but not a lot of i mean yeah but half of them are coming out or like the witcher still hasn't come out and batman didn't come out holy shit both those games are this year <laughs> both be a those Call games are in
1: the next five or six weeks supposedly yep yep metal still, gear also september like right so mad max and metal gear same day in september
2: so where does just cause fit exactly uh, like avalanche is not putting two of its open world games side by side.
1: Microsoft will have a big release, a big exclusive release every month of the fall, except for probably December, yeah, so yeah, I'm
2: Wabam. sure we'll find something for December anyway. One of those months we'll see two
0: November, huh no
2: October
1: no, actually, I think it'll be I think September, September we'll
0: two August.
1: I'm just going back with uh, Halo in October, a couple things in September, and one thing in November.
0: All right, next letter. Keith says, with E3 coming up and the Xbox One lagging behind the PS4. Anthony is- lost the email. There we go. What do you think each company <laughs> is going to do, and what do they have to do to succeed at this year's showing? What's Microsoft going to do to gain more ground? What do you think Sony is going to do to make sure they press... The lead. Sony will drop the price of the PlayStation 4 by fifty dollars, and Microsoft will go,
4: oh no,
2: and also drop it by fifty. They will yeah, respond every three, but they will not drop. I it
0: mean, they haven't officially announced a price drop to three forty nine, right? It's just always been like temporarily on sale. I for, think like, that ever. if Microsoft. <laughs>
1: Hi, Kat. cat. You're really they're determined fucking... to hit my lap. Yeah, they're both little <laughs> monsters today. today. Uh, I think that if Microsoft catches wind that Sony is dropping the price of the PS4 before their press conference, then Microsoft will slip. Yeah, in
2: they'll the have case. like the Plan A folder and the Plan B folder yeah. for their <laughs> conference.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I definitely think that the Xbox will continue to be cheaper than the PS4. Like,
2: it has to. Man. It ha- yeah, it has to. It's proving it to, to be. not be enough. Not only that, but I
1: would not be surprised if within the next. 12 months we see a new model of xbox one that is even cheaper
2: yeah well so this is why microsoft always does it is they announce a new model and it's released for uh current price and then the older model is reduced by 50 to 100 dollars. i don't
1: know we're not going to see a fire sale we're going to see like a new lower price we're gonna it's not they're not going to like use you think new model stock. and new price yes. together
2: yes absolutely. absolutely i would i would say new console same price i think old console lower price i they can't follow
1: the apple pricing model with the xbox one it worked the for 360
3: did. yeah but they were winning with the 360 Yeah, good point uh whereas well why wouldn't why wouldn't reducing like the the old model console like by a significant amount because be a benefit to then them?
1: they're gone and you've got the new more expensive one and people stop buying it like they fucking did in january when the price went back up hmm. like microsoft lost two weeks of sales with the xbox one because the price went back up and everyone's like so you're gonna drop it again right <laughs> <laughs> Like everybody fucking knew they would. right?
0: Yeah, I don't really know. Just show some cool games. That's all I care about. I don't care about any of your media center, any of your ways that you're going to enhance my living room experience. If I have to see one trailer
2: for a Steven Spielberg Halo show, I'm just going to walk out. (laughs) I think that at E3
1: you're going to how can I put this? You're going to be looking forward to Windows 10 more than you are. Yeah. Uh, I Mm. think that they're going to do some things that you didn't think that they could
0: how are they going to make me look forward to windows 10 and how's that and how is i'll tell you when we're not yeah, we'll talk.
3: Yeah, well, will that will that really make them gain on the ps4 though i mean to the to his question uh, I,
1: th- I think, I think that yes. microsoft is increasingly looking just as a matter of philosophy mm-hmm. i think that microsoft is increasingly looking at pc as something that doesn't threaten the xbox right I mean because, you, even
2: now it's called the Xbox store on right. Windows 8
0: and and I think or maybe they realize they deal in PC too right well, <laughs> <we> <laughs> forgot for 10 years right
1: and that there doesn't need to be like one doesn't need to cannibalize the other
3: right it can all be they can make money on both systems who know yeah. hmm. there will be
1: a you won't there will be a new sort of like understanding of what Xbox means by
3: next year
4: mm-hmm
1: And I don't mean like, oh, well, they're getting out of consoles, because I'm almost positive we'll see another Xbox. Well, yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, because that's the whole thing, is the Xbox is still a game-playing device that you don't have to deal with any of the shit that you have to deal with for a PC. Right. It is still a barrier to entry for a lot of people. It's
1: also an incredible entertainment platform. Also, hey, U.S. customers can start using USB TV tuners now. What What makes it an incredible
0: entertainment platform?
1: Uh, ubiquity of experience, like yeah. going from one thing to the next without having to change devices. Like also, you mean, like game. like
2: your cable, your Netflix, your Amazon, uh-huh. your apps, your like games. launching
1: into a multiplayer game while watching TV, launching into Netflix after playing a multiplayer game, like all oh, that stuff. You're streaming
2: is, Twitch while playing something. It's
1: adjacency.
0: I find the interface on Xbox though difficult to navigate. I agree. Yep, I don't too. find it very friendly at all. Oh, I
3: think it's great if you have a connect. Yeah, I was going to say the the connect is what makes it worthwhile.
0: Oh, shame yeah. they removed that from the box.
3: I just want the I just want to turn off the camera. Well, I, I only want voice
0: commands. One reason why, like, they're totally revamping the UI. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. they need to because I find that when I'm like, how can I just go to fucking buy something? Yeah, like it the, the 2005 Xbox 360 interface with the tabs the was blades. easier. Right. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's just way too married to the to Windows 8. Or, like, you yeah, know, the, bringing up the main phone. menu and you used to push the Xbox button was so much better than just going back to the dashboard. I mean, like the problem was- is that, like,
1: they had engineering resources that would have gone to refining that system went to, oh, shit, connect isn't in the box guaranteed anymore.
4: <laughs> um,
1: like, I don't, like, they weren't going to use 5x5s, like the way that you were going to redeem DLC. The way that you were going to install games... When you bought that system, is you bought it, you scanned a QR code, yep. and then you could throw the box away.
4: I
0: don't care. Their multi-billion-dollar company figured it out <laughs> <And> <laughs> zero sympathy. Which for are doing
1: like. The trajectory of that console has
3: changed dramatically. Yeah, all credit.
0: Totally, but I'm saying it's almost—it's been out for how long? Well over almost eight, two years. Almost two years, and I feel like the interface has sucked since day yeah, one. If you don't have a connect,
3: but also look at you know the dramatic changes that the last console went through. I mean, it's not—it's not like there's no hope.
0: Yeah, I think
2: around it was. Around I know there's hope.
0: I'm just saying, get it together. <laughs> I think it was get like some
3: top people on it. It took them
2: three or four years to get to NXE on 360, and that had its problems for sure but that was like the improvement yeah. that it needed big time. I, I just
1: think that like last console generation was so long that it skewed the sort of understandings that people have about sure. what consoles were and did.
0: Mm. To like, saying spend some less money on business lunches and pay a couple more engineers <laughs> 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 Fucking, They're spending of dollars.
1: a insane amount of money on that system
0: Yeah, mostly marketing I bet. No,
1: like development of games is where they're spending their money I, yeah,
2: MGS I, is busy. I would not be- only that,
1: but like the amount of money that they coughed up for the Tomb Raider exclusive
0: is bananas. Sure. But I yes, okay, but that's that's not necessarily game development. That's that's in itself marketing. Like, I don't know. Like they throw money at it. It's a marketing and business play that does that doesn't yeah. have
3: anything to do with the interface on
2: the console. Yeah. Uh okay. Point remains interface still sucks. Yeah. It does. Uh
0: um, moving on.
4: Muhammad asks,
0: here's a question I've never asked, and you guys don't have to answer. But he says, for those still involved with the games media, Arthur and Mitch, is it something you anticipate doing for the rest of your lives? Or do you want to move on to something else eventually? (laughs) That was quick for Arthur. No.
3: No. Yeah, I mean, the answer is no. I don't think anybody is in games media for the rest of your life unless you're in, like, an upper management position. I mean, I'm, I'm in the
2: games media indefinitely until... Anything happens, right? Like, I think the nature of games media is changing and it has to adapt to stuff like publisher blogs and mm-hmm. marketing material of that nature. Uh, so, I don't know what that means for me, but I, I assume that there is an end, right? Like this—this this is not what I want to be doing when I'm 60.
1: I haven't found anything in this that makes would make me happy to say this is what I did with my life.
3: Like, That's a very astute well, way of putting that. And like, look at the uh, look at the. Legacy of you know all of the big websites that we have now all worked for uh you know you go back five six years ago and the staffs are totally different and they're going to be totally different five six years from now the only people that are the same are some of the people at the very very top and uh well not even the very very top the very very top changes more than like you know the the one or two levels below senior management you know, like, they stick around for a really long time. Everybody below them is like, get me the fuck out, I'm overworked and underpaid. You're, like, and everybody above them is like, they're making enough money that, like, they're sticking with it.
1: What you're saying is that editorial changes.
3: Yes. Everything else calcifies. Yes.
2: I think, I don't know, as you look at the way games media is changing, too, right? The emphasis is more on video, which just kind of negates the need for certain editorial constructs. Mm. And uh, I don't know, you'll start seeing that phase editorial people out or editorial people feeling less Going valued as in. they think that, as you know, as they aren't doing video stuff. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm doing a lot of video stuff. and I'm super happy doing it. But yeah. it's just video is not for everybody. Yeah. Like some people just want to write. Yeah, it's true. And that's just that's not what games media is anymore. Hey, everybody should just do video. Video is easy. Yeah, totally. No problems.
1: It's like it's like a one to one thing, right? It takes an hour to make an hour long video,
3: right? Exactly, and it costs the next to nothing, right? That's why we only charge a hundred bucks for every video we Perfect. do. Perfect, man!
0: What a great yeah. business. Area five
3: dot TV. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, uh, hey, you read the email. <laughs> you picked it. I was just curious. I mean, I don't know if I imagine like my girlfriend the other day was like. Are you gonna do this forever? And I was like, I don't know. We yeah, I mean that's me. Like Marvel I literally don't know. No, design <laughs> games. She was like, Do you want to work on games? I was like, Someday it'd be cool to make my own games. Yeah. I feel like I was gonna pay say, people to make my I own games I feel
3: like game designer is like a career. Like video games website editorial journalist is something you do while you're trying I, to get to the next level. I see, I don't know that else. I agree
1: with that. I think that like at this point this is a career. Yeah. For me. But as far as like my life's work it's a it's a string of very ephemeral like pieces of writing and content things that matter it's not like i'm not making things i'm producing content like that's the joke yeah right Like, Right. (laughs) like, like anthony like you're working on you've worked on games that exist like that like that shipped like they were things that were less than ephemeral and you can, or you were more than ephemeral you can whereas, show it
2: off too, like people like, i made that hero and someone yeah. like thousands like, of people played this hero for this long and it remained a classic in the game as long as it was, was alive
1: like, who the fuck cares that i reviewed deus ex human revolution like nobody cares about that like nobody cares about what i did a that review is so really good i i i liked it but so what like nobody cares yeah. about that there like,
2: are like my favorite pieces of writing that i'm the most proud of that i'm like i want to link all the time just be like i
4: did i'm so proud of so happy nobody
2: cares
1: what i did three months ago like nobody cares what no. i did two months ago well,
3: that's why you know like jeremy parish you know releases hardcover bound yeah books of like you know which isn't practical but it's amazing yeah it's, it's hard, so, right? It's like so that he's care. actually producing something
0: that's an actual so was, artifact uh, of his productive life. What's his name that we used to work with? God, I sound like a jerk. Nick?
4: <laughs> R- I just don't know. Ray which... Barnholt. Oh, Ray oh, Barnholt. Okay, okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used uh, to make a like quarterly magazine. Yeah. even someone like
1: Jeff Keeley, like with his behind the scenes stuff, final hours. Like, yeah. yeah, the final hours. Like those are are documents. Yep. Like that's not content. That's a document.
3: Those are ostensibly apps that could continue to exist forever as long as there's a platform for them. People are
2: super interested in hearing us talk about stuff like Rainbow Six and Titan Souls right now. But next week, next month, certainly next year, and then five years from now, people are not going to care. People might remember conversations that you guys had on this podcast in 2009 and a really cool story that someone told, but nobody is going back to be like, man i gotta get that rainbow six vegas 2 intel the depressing,
1: <laughs> the depressing thing for me employment wise is that i actually do think that people are more interested in like a podcast we did two years ago than a review than I the wrote stuff you're doing three now months ago yeah no right. like i like the stuff that i write day to day or like every week like i think that there's more interest broadly in that than there is in an episode of the show but like i see the numbers like people go back and download old episodes of this podcast yeah like they not only do they tell me but i have like very detailed, like fine, fine-tuned statistics.
3: Well, and interestingly, like the thing that we've done on this podcast that I think actually holds up as you know arc- archival and worthy of archival is uh, the game club stuff.
4: Yeah, because yeah. Like, that
3: that kind of content is 100 percent evergreen. Yeah, I mean, and it's built that way, right? And it's and it, the reason why it works is because it's a full run through of entire games where like because you're playing along with the audience, you can actually like talk about a piece of art in its entirety. You don't have to like prevent yourself from spoiling things for people. Like I think the na- the the big problem with video games and entertainment media is since everybody is so hyper spoiler sensitive, it means that like your content is therefore based around a only a specific time period and cannot exist beyond it. Yeah i mean even like a review shouldn't spoil certain things
2: That's what i mean time. like a like preview it,
3: certainly doesn't have enough information to be permanently valuable yeah like <clears> like <throat> they figured you know like when you do uh you know when god many many years ago like occasionally i would get a rolling stone and i would like read the album reviews and stuff like that and yeah uh and I would be like, okay, wow, I understand what this album is and they talk about it from start to finish. They don't talk about every track, but they talk about like a flow but and everything like that. I think and just, you can't do that in modern media. Yeah, sure. it, I like mean, the nature of music in, in
1: movies is so much more timeless than a video yeah. game is at this point. Like nobody like the number of games that exist as like a distinctive thing that is of value and worth, uh, is more than just Nostalgia, like, is very small.
3: But I'm also saying that, like, you know, I wrote a thing about that, but nobody gives a shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, Fez is an example of a game that I think holds up.
2: I agree. Hey, I use that as an example in the thing um, I wrote that nobody gives a shit about. Or, like, a lot of (laughs) Nintendo
1: games, like maybe Halo, the first one, but, you know, I just, everything passes by so quickly.
3: But, I mean, it's also a thing where, like, with, uh, even if you go back and read like Roger Roger Ebert reviews, like you know because uh, he's much beloved for his long and storied career. Uh, you know, you go back and read a review that I don't I don't know that he did a bullet or something like that just to see like what it is in the cultural kind context of the times. But for the most part, that review doesn't really matter as anything other than, like, kind of a artifact of how, of how he looked at that movie at yeah. that time while trying not to spoil it for people. The more, the more effective thing, the kind of thing that, like, will end up in a book and be taught in schools is the person who analyzed that movie from start to finish. And we talked about how it fits within, you know, the genre of action movies and uh, directorial cinematography from the time period forward.
2: And there's just so many pieces of content, pieces of content out there that are just worthless. We were making fun of this at the office today. That like the most important piece of culture this week is a third-hand description of a trailer that might be at star wars celebration next week <laughs> like that's what people are talking about that's what people want to talk about right now and it's like in a week that will literally matter less than anything has ever mattered
0: because <laughs> well, the trailer will be out and it'll just be content that replaces it with yeah and it'll yeah. be like oh yeah. all and that shit that was wrong things.
2: doesn't matter because everyone forgot because now here's the trailer Well, because mm-hmm. it's not the content it's the
1: excitement yeah, yeah. it's like this, how do we express our excitement? How do we feed our excitement? And this. it's capitalizing
2: on now rather than making something of value forever, which is hard. Yeah, it's really hard. So a lot of content is contingent on capitalizing on what's cool and interesting to people as they want to be reading it. And so, but that's that's okay. There's totally yeah, wrong and with I enjoy that. making that right. So and, a lot. and that's that's right. fine.
1: I don't want to spend my. I don't want that to be what my life was.
3: Yeah, and I'm saying like like in the in the games the games press the way that it's structured right now there isn't any room or it isn't profitable to make things that can become artifacts. Yeah. That's a really good point as well.
1: I don't, I think that the nature of online media makes it difficult. Yeah. Not only I mean, because you know, there's so
2: much, but because it can yeah. delete itself and be gone forever. I just well, think I,
1: part of me wonders if it's just like the way that people find stuff now, like people find easy things like that's what gets shared. Yeah. Like,
4: it's yeah, that's, that's what, It's that's, not about
1: search engines anymore. It's not about RSS feeds. People aren't looking for long stuff to read. People it's about like, Facebook shares. Yeah, it is. That is exactly it. Like, I not mean, even the Twitter, vast majority of IGN's
0: traffic, last I heard, still comes from direct Google searches, and that's, and and, yeah. and then it's but the the but rate of, it is increasing. That yes. it is. The amount of traffic
1: then we that we get from Facebook is equal to or greater than Google at Polygon.
3: Wow. And see, that's the kind of thing that, like, it makes a lot of sense to me because the, it's sort of a chicken and egg issue. You know, it's like <laughs> the, the thing that gets most shared uh, from Netflix users is like when a new season of House of Cards hit. And there's nothing ephemeral about a season of House of Cards. So, I mean... But it's, it's
1: it, but the, the big thing is that it happened, not what it is. Like, it's yeah, but the it, announcement. It's not...
3: Yeah, but it's gonna but like people are going to continue to share House of Cards, not in the same numbers, but they're going to continue to tell people you need to watch it. And they're gonna continue to go like, Oh man, you still haven't seen that? Two, three years later, people are gonna be like, Oh, you still haven't seen that? And you know, people aren't gonna go like, Oh man, you didn't read Arthur Geese's Human Revolution review? You need to go read that right now. You didn't read that three years ago? like, Like what
1: I'm what I'm saying is that the things that people are It's not like we don't even know what people want. We just know what Facebook is showing them (laughs) (laughs) because Facebook does it has, has algorithms that they do not disclose that Mm. determine what people see Mm. and they have admitted to doing fucking social experiments with that shit. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. um, Crazy. Um, should we do like, which is
1: terrifying when it comes to stuff like news that actually matters.
3: Well, the, the, and the thing that, the thing that really, Bothers me about the content that is on video game websites is like the people that I know that are there, like you and like our mutual friends and everything. Like, I know their minds, I know the kind of things they could deliver if there was a platform for them to deliver it. You know, like even if it was just like you know 20% of your time or something like that. I mean, I can't blame people for not wanting to read that because I don't want to
1: read most of it. Like, I think most video game writing is not worth
2: my time i can't tell you the last time i read a video game website and that's what i'm saying is like i don't read
3: it because it's also ephemeral like occasionally yeah. like i'll like, read like
2: a preview marty wrote because i think marty's a great writer
3: right exactly and like i've been i've been reading uh you know the the relaunch of um of a uh, the boing boing one. Oh, um, uh, Offworld. off world i've been reading that because it's all different kinds of content that you don't see anywhere else yep. from a totally new perspective and like really awesome like cool games and like you know, it, it deals a lot with the emotional effects of stuff instead of just whether or not this or that is coming out. And, uh, you know, there's no reason that that content couldn't have been done on, a, uh, on an IGN or a Polygon. It just wasn't. Uh, well, I would
1: merely state that some of that content has, in fact, been done by Polygon and IGN because they aggregate most of their stuff.
0: Um, our final question comes from Marcos. And he says, uh, I brought up to a friend that I was trying out Marvel Heroes, and he said he asked me if I'd be interested in playing a Marvel Universe MOBA, and I shot the idea down. I brought up Infinite Crisis being poorly made and how the other options for MOBAs are far superior. I remembered last generation when DC and Marvel announced MMOs around the same time. Marvel canceled their plans and later released Marvel Heroes while DC went forward with their MMO. My question is, do you think other franchise publishers and developers are better off considering what game type uh, can fit with their IP instead of shoehorning an IP into a genre and fight for a market share? Basically, he's saying, should these big IPs chase, you know, the things that are already sold, like everyone's already sold on, like, you know, rather. Because, you know, I guess he's the same show we've seen for the last 10 years. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, we have, we have DC? Star Trek? I I mean
1: I think that there are certain properties that lend themselves to certain genres really Really? fucking well like hey guess what Marvel is excellent fodder for a fighting game
4: (laughs) and for that same
1: reason I think (laughs) that Marvel and this doesn't discount DC like Marvel could make an incredible MOBA but MOBAs take more I think MOBAs take more money than something like Marvel Heroes because it's not Mm -hmm. just "Ah, make this new character and throw it in with some skins it's like well, we've got this character. Now we need to figure out how it interacts with all the other characters, and we have to do consistent balance updates, and we have to make cosmetics, and we have to do all this other shit. And
0: blah, we blah, do blah, all blah, that, blah. but we don't. But we don't. The PvP is not as big of a thing. Like, and the PvP the, in the crux of a PvP system, that's if that's your only system, like that is what makes or breaks your game. PVE is a lot easier in a lot of ways than PvP. Like, and it's not reason. just
1: like how does this hero interact with this hero against it. It's like. How do, what is the synergy between these heroes against this these heroes? Like it is an impossible job, uh, and it takes a lot of time and money. And I think it also
2: is literally never ending. That's why yeah. there's only you one will man. not find like the end point of that. Right, the perfect balance. Yeah, yeah. You'll uh, just constantly wreck things until you can fix it. Sort of.
1: So I think like a Diablo-style thing with some mild PvP is a much like more cost-effective route for yeah. Marvel to go. Although I think that a Marvel MOBA would be really interesting. And to be totally honest, I think that Marvel has way more interesting characters that people would want to pick that they wouldn't have to do fucking alternate versions of all of their flagship heroes to fill up a roster.
2: Yeah. And like, I don't know. I'm always Star Wars is always my rubric for this. And yeah, it, it does would be, be better off building a game for the IP rather than cramming the IP into it. But at the same time, the older public is just world of Warcraft with mm-hmm. Star Wars. And oh, look how some, well that turned out that game's awesome the it game might not be successful the Old public is awesome it was fun for a month and then I never went back to it it's a really good World of Warcraft clone with some awesome dialogue stuff cool
3: stories great settings great quests all that stuff like yeah it's if, if I hadn't if I hadn't ruined my life on World of Warcraft, and I mean ruin my MMO life on World of yeah, Warcraft. I might have spent more time with I it. My, I definitely would have spent and more time with it. And I didn't play WoW. Well. Like, this yeah. was my first experience,
2: like, with really playing one seriously. Yeah. And I Right, but you played
1: hard. so many games influenced by World of Warcraft that weren't World of Warcraft before you kind played of, the other. Kind of, but i would
2: never taken any of them seriously. Like, I had dabbled.
1: I'm not even talking about MMOs. I, like, World of Warcraft was hugely influential, like, in of every RPGs genre. Me. Yeah. I. You can draw a straight line from World of Warcraft to Call of Duty.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: good
2: point. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, I don't know. I I always talk about how I would be afraid of, but also super stoked if Disney announced the Star Wars MOBA, because it's just a franchise I love. It's a feel genre like I
0: love, but... I don't feel like there's enough interesting characters to flesh out a Star Wars MOBA roster. I don't think that's a problem. Yeah. Really? Uh, not, not that it would be...
2: That's why it would not be a would mobile be, game.
0: Not that it would be unique enough, like like yeah. uh, you you named 20 star wars you would ha- you right? would have like eight bounty Maybe. hunters they'd all be bounty hunters yeah right. it's like right i got you yeah,
1: yeah. i just feel like i just <laughs> look at like all the toys for star wars and think yeah, but something the, could be
3: done yeah but they but, but, but there's all, a lot of stuff like you don't know who like you know, ben how many quadraneros is <laughs> well that kind of doesn't matter it's more about i think it's more about like in the kind of the roles of the universe if you have a bunch of jedis on the battlefield how many how different can their abil- ability the
0: bottom be. line right. is everyone just wants more jedi academy games Everyone just yeah. wants everyone's Jedi. <laughs> that's true jedi i desperately games. hope that in this new
2: canon of star wars kyle katarn comes back in some capacity <laughs> kyle how katarn great would it be if, if Andy circus no kyle was katarn. kyle katarn there's
1: new uh, canon though there is new canon they're they're
0: building it yep yeah they've uh, already released some books
1: anthony i have a very important question for you yeah uh, for uh, Battlefront 3. Yeah.
0: Jedis or no Jedis? None. Thank you. God. You mean playable or definitely no playable? Nah, no, it should just be about no. grunts on the field. Yep, or if exactly. there are Jedi, they're AI controlled. Exactly. Like Super 3 or 1. Super yeah. things that push a front maybe for yep. you. Yeah. Like maybe even something like, SM- like Strife, that MOBA from the Heroes of New Earth guys. Where in that case you got to pick which lane you if you wanted the super mob to go down, mm. so maybe it was something like that. Where if you guys gathered the resources to do it, you know, gathered however you would get it, held a point long enough, yeah. you could choose send it down this lane to push a front, you yeah. know, like maybe one that's struggling and stuff, and it'll make a huge difference. Yeah, I feel. And like even if it doesn't even have to be a Jedi, On some levels it could exactly be like we call an same. ATST, yeah, and it's AI controlled <laughs> ATST that's like you know, or are you call in like a TIE fighter strike. Something yeah. like that. Although, like, I, there definitely needs to be playable vehicles. Oh, playable oh, yeah. vehicles yeah, too. Fun. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like Battlefront would be wasting the last several years of games if they didn't have some sort of call system like mm. that. Gotcha. And like gotcha. kill streaks gotcha. and stuff like right. that.
2: I mean, I Battlefront two kind of was the first game I can think of that had kill streaks.
0: Yeah, I just feel like that'd be cool on top. You know, it doesn't. And maybe then it's not a tie-fire Strike. It's a, it's a Starter Destroyer Strike. You know, just, yeah. just to make it super awesome. Come and man. pound down the or like, or like, yeah, Death you,
2: Star, you, match over. <laughs> Battlefront,
1: Battlefront has a lot to live up to after the leaks from uh, Free Radicals Battlefront. So Wild here's Back. the thing,
2: though, is in hindsight, that game looks like shit because it was an old game. Like, it's just not a game that... I'm
1: talking about the transition from, like, orbital to ground and, and air combat. Like, all that stuff. I just like, don't...
2: I don't think that would have worked. I think a lot of people are expecting that from DICE. I still don't think that will work. I think no. if anybody could do it, DICE could do I it. I agree. I just don't think it's practical and good game design. Because if you, at any point you in time, you just jump in an X-Wing and take off into space, now I'm on the ground and I just have less stuff to interact
0: with. There better be 64 people in that map there, or something. Yeah, exactly. So...
2: The thing like that I that. maintain is that the way it will work is like Battlefield Bad Company 2's rush mode, where you are sieging an Imperial fortress and you are destroying a, a thing and you do it. And then the next phase of the level is you leave and you go to space.
0: Mm. It's kind of remember Do You Remember Battlefield 2020, whatever, where you'd like. Yeah. Tw- yeah. yeah.
2: 2142. You'd, that game like, was actually a lot like of fun.
0: F- push up and then launch on the pods. Yeah. And then you'd be like <laughs> sieging their battleship or whatever. Yeah. That was fun. Well, oh. I enjoyed that.
3: And then the. Uh, with um yeah i think it would be great to like do like you said the kill streaks and the call ins only it would be amazing if they were i guess this would have to be level dependent but they were huge like a star destroyer, like a star destroyer or you call in an add at you know something like that i wonder if there's
4: people calling a like, barrage
2: of ewoks like all of the stuff you're saying <laughs> is there potential there in a battlefield style commander mode in that you are like yeah. distributing atats or you are distributing yeah, yeah, like yeah. backup creeps or you are sending darth vader down to the planet
0: yeah, that, would that be kind of better. stuff might be interesting yeah definitely yeah i mean it's tough i don't know how well commander mode really works like, or worked in Battlefield 4. Dude, when it
2: works, it's fucking awesome. It's just if people don't listen, then you fail and it's pointless.
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just tough because it's never, it didn't work in Mag very well. Sure.
2: But if you're affecting gameplay by dictating what vehicles or assistance your team is getting, like if you decide, yeah. like, hey, guess what? None of you get uh, ATATs because you're just going in with a like, gigantic army of ATSTs.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I'll be curious how it ends up going. Me too. Me too. Well, no more. By the time we record again
2: uh what? yeah i'll be back i will miss next week's
3: episode actually i just realized because i'll be at celebration so sorry um all
0: right i'm gonna take us out Please but hey do.
3: we did we did two episodes where we were all in the same room i know not bad all four of us that's kind of crazy awesome. Just have Marty on or something next
0: week. Send your so letters to letters at eat sleep game.com and you might end up on this video game show.
4: <laughs> and
0: uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at chuff Money. Mitch is at Mitchy D. Matt is at Talking Orange and Arthur is at AEGIS. IES. Uh, Arthur does work for Polygon. Mitch does work for IGN. Matt, you can learn more by either going to area5.tv or following Outerlands doc on Kickstarter, I mean on Twitter, which yep. is the Kickstarter they had for a video game documentary series that you can still become a slacker backer of. Yep. And uh you can also go check out MarvelHeroes.com. Play yeah. one hero for free. Yeah. Um and yeah, and with that I think we're,
4: we're out Спасибо.